Hello everybody, it's Graham Cove with the first My Music of this week. Now, because it's Monday, well it is where we are anyway, um, you need to be motivated and I couldn't think of a better guest to kind of get us motivated and into the week than Alien Blaze. So we will be talking to her in a minute, but first let's watch this video from Analog Trash which might pump us up as well. Um, hope you're having a good week everybody. Trying the twist, trying to turn, just to see which well, way you can burn. Yeah. Well, I can see that you're sideways, so I'm. I want to be sideways as well. Well, I'm try it, sure. try it. Go on, let's try it. Let's try sideways together. Um, yeah, stay. Yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Um, for anybody that's listening to this, um, rather than watching it, Alien was one way up. Now she's twisted her phone, and now she's she's the other way up, and that's just the, that's just the way it rolls. Um. Alien, are you, how is uh, how is life uh, in in Alien Land? How, yeah, how are things going at the moment? It's good. good. Um, I'm just about to release a new single um, on the 22nd of August, so in like a week's time, essentially. Um, I've stuff. literally, yeah, I've literally just shot the music video for it um, last week, which was so much fun. Um, I got a bunch of my friends involved. Um, I worked with one of my favorite videographers, um, and I really tried to make it. A very summary video. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited. Well, well, we need we need someone to do something summary because where is the sun? Where where well, is exactly. it gone? Yeah, ex honestly, exactly. Yeah. yeah, honestly, like when I decided to do um, a music video that was shot outside, I was like, oh, it'd be fine. It'd be fine. You know, it's summer. It'll be great. <laughs> um, and then you know, as the days drew closer, I was like, oh my goodness, is it gonna be? Is it gonna be alright? Um, and yeah, the weather actually pulled through for us. So that was, that was nice. <laughs> it's, listen, it's the start of the week and it's, and it's quite early in the morning. Are you, are you kind of a, a person that gets going at the beginning of the week with full of vigor or, you know, does it, is it a slow burn for you? Does it take a little bit of while, while for you, I, know, you to actually, get going? I, I am. Yes. I'm a very early riser. Cool. Um, so yeah, I, I really like to get going at the start of the week and really like tackle everything that I had outstanding from Friday. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm very much somebody who likes to to get on with things. First Excellent. Thing. So have you you've always been highly motivated then? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think it comes from a place of that obviously um, when I was fourteen, I was very very sick, so mm -hmm. I couldn't do anything for a year. I lost a lot of time basically um time that you know i i missed a lot of school um so i think that maybe it comes from that as i i don't i don't really like being inert um i am really bad at relaxing um i really like to just get on and you know do things yeah does does the whole kind of alien blaze character kind of come out of all of that as well do you feel like you've kind of almost 
transitioned away from those early years and and blossomed into something new? Yeah, I think so. I think um, the person that I was when I first started doing music and the person that I am now in terms of my creativity and my vision have definitely changed. Um, I think I've learned a lot. And I think that in terms of my songwriting as well, I've definitely progressed as a songwriter. And I think I have more of a clear vision now than I ever had before. Reading some of the stuff about you online, um, and I've read various bits and pieces, including the Kerrang interview, etc. People were trying to, trying to make sense of your music in terms of trying to narrow it down and go oh, it's, a, it's a bit of this it's a bit that and then you know people are even using terms like hybrid about you which is you know hybrids become a real big word in in kind of everyday life hasn't it over the last few years but um do you like the fact that you're kind of keeping people guessing yeah i i think that's um i think that's a very important thing to do now i think that with the kind of 24-hour daylight of social media I think that it's very hard now as an artist to be mysterious. You know, if you take artists in any other decade, whether that be the 70s or the 80s or the 90s or the 2000s, you didn't really know anything about them apart from Mm. what you saw in magazines or, you know, there was no online world. Whereas now, you know, I feel like there's so many people doing it and so much saturation of people like, look at me doing this, look at me doing that, that you almost feel like you know everything about everyone, even though you don't really know anything. Yeah. Um, so I think that it's very important to um, to keep your mystery for sure and, and really just allow some space between yourself and social media because I think that it can feel very overwhelming sometimes. Yeah. Do you, do you have a bit of a love-hate relationship with social media? Yeah. I do. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you love about it? What do you hate about it? I think what I love about it is, um, especially with streaming platforms, is that your music can be, can be found anywhere in the world. So that was never possible before, obviously. Um, yeah. Now, you know, my music is heard in, in places I've never been to. Um, it's worldwide. Um, and that would never have been possible before. Um, I mean, I'm signed to an American record label as well um and i think just in terms of what i don't like about social media i think just the kind of the kind of thing now where it's kind of acting as a substitute for other things and i i think that real life should always be the most important thing it's 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 funny because there's a little bit of a dichotomy there in what you're saying because actually but I think it's refreshing at the same time because a lot of artists these days are trying to trying to speak through that authenticity that you were talking about, which is like, yeah. you know, putting their whole life, if you like, online in order to to say, look, this is me. There's no facade. This is real. All of this yeah. sort of thing, you know, and it's kind of that whole social selling type thing. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, we kind of miss our pop stars in a way or our mm. rock stars who were like aloof and you know as you, you were talking about a time when like you know you can you didn't get near anybody that was like yeah. famous you know I and think, that was you know before 
before the only way to to actually see these people aside from you know whether you had like a magazine with them in was just through live gigs yeah. you know you had to be able to do it live and you had to go and see someone live or go out into a record store and buy a physical copy of vinyl or cd or whatever to um experience that um and i think that i think that that's something that's kind of missed now and i think that's why we're seeing you know uh, an increase in you know vinyl sales for instance obviously you know i think last year was one of the highest selling years for vinyl since a long time um, and you know we're seeing you know i think yeah i think that physical coming back is is really important yeah well i think people are tangible you know they they, they like tactile things in their hands you know and i think we, we all want to kind of get back to that we all want to we all want, want to sort of feel like we're feeding into something real again which is which is really good your music because there's elements of rock in there and there's elements of electronic music in there and then there's the kind of you know the effects and all of that sort of side of things as well um where do you start in terms of the writing is it <laughs> is it quite stripped back when you first start writing or do you try and do you have an idea that you're going straight in with all of that kind of or you have an idea of all of those layers before you start Sorry, I didn't get any of that. It completely broke up. Oh, right. Okay. Sorry. I thought I was talk I thought I was talking an alien language. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> right. What I what I was saying was your music has um, you know, at times there's kind of the rock element of it and then there's electronic element to it and then there's quite a lot of layers to it, etc. So when you start to write, where's the starting point for you? I mean, do you have those layers in your head or Yes, yes. So, I mean, I think the thing is about my music is that it's genre fluid. Um, I take inspiration from so many different places, not just from one particular place. Um, and I feel that my music and my sound is constantly progressing. You know, I don't like to be pigeonholed in one genre. I think that it's um, important now that, you know, I think music has changed. I think that genre has changed. I think that more and more people are crossing the kind of genre boundaries. And I think that that's really, really um, a great thing. Um, but in terms of my kind of creative process, I always start with the lyrics, which I think is quite um, an unusual way because I know that most people generally start with the, with the music. Um, but I, I always just start the way that I always have done, which is on my electric guitar, um, writing my lyrics, which come to me in bits, almost like a poem. Um, and yeah, I mean, I do always have an overall vision for the sound. I always know that I want, say, violins in it and that I want it to eventually come out like this. And, you know, the end product never sounds like the beginning of the track, but I always know, you know, what I want the end result to be. So you're quite a visionary, really. You say you're quite a visionary person, full stop. Or not. Oh, you, you went, mm. <laughs> don't know, maybe, maybe well, I'm just faking it. Well, I think I think the thing is, is like as an artist now, you have to have a very, very strong creative vision. And I think you have to have a very, very strong sense of yourself. Um, I mean, I think that that's always been the case. But I think, you know, now you have to you have to you have to know exactly what you want out of your music. Yeah. And I think that you have to feel that your music is speaking to you know, because the thing is, obviously, 
music has changed and the way that we consume music has changed, as I've said. So um, I just want my music to be accessible to everybody, um, which obviously it is now through through platforms like Spotify and through editorial playlists. And I, I hope that everyone can relate to my music in one way or another. With all of those different influences going in, you must or you would need to spend quite a lot of time listening to music as well. Do you get? Do you feel you get enough time to listen to the kind of music that you want to listen to or the, the spread of music that you want to listen to? Yeah, I mean, I, I listen to music all the time, like literally all the time. I constantly have that thing coming up on my phone. It's like you have exceeded your limit for how loud yeah. you're listening to music does it annoy um, you though are you the kind of are you the kind of person i want to know this are you the kind of person that gets a little bit annoyed by the fact that because you clearly like lots of different types of music and, and being inspired by lots of different types of music do you get kind of annoyed by the fact that you just haven't got the time to listen to <laughs> enough of it in a way that yeah, I mean, I think there's so much music out there now that it's very, very hard to find people. Um, and, you know, I, I really like to listen to all of the editorial playlists. I think that that's a great way to find new artists. Um, and, you know, I'm always trying to listen to, to new music and to new sound. Um, as I've said, I listen to all different kinds of genres from all different kinds of decades. I've literally read, like, every autobiography under the sun from, like, Chrissy Hines autobiography to like books about Manchester and, and Peter Hook and you know just just span the decades of music and really tried to explore like what they did to succeed and what they did to create their own scene right um, oh my goodness so Do you know what you're, you're a, f a fellow soul right because that's the only type of book I read right that's really? the only t yeah that's the only type of book I read and I go to I go to like business network meetings during the week and they're all there with like their oh have you read like this book on you know motivation of this or how to succeed in business doing this and I'm like no you want to put those books down and you want to actually read autobiographies by musicians you'll learn much more about life and business yeah. than anything else because they are they're full of great tips aren't they as well in just in terms of how to succeed at stuff yeah i mean i love reading about how artists before did it I, it really fascinates me um and um yeah so so i as i said like back to your original question in terms of music i do consume music all day long probably not as much as i would like to um but i um you know i love drawing inspiration from everywhere from stuff in the past but also from more modern artists like i absolutely love like billy eilish i love grimes i love ashna Co. I love um, all of these artists that um, I do feel have really pushed forward the the musical genre recently as well. When you when you get into a new artist or you find a new artist, and if you hear something quite different, do you get quite into it, or do you sort of then research who's behind it as well? Maybe like producer wise or whatever. Do you, do you, are you creating a little yes. wish list of yes, who I might be definitely. able to get? Yeah. Definitely. I mean, a great example of that right now is um, I absolutely love Ray's new album. Um, oh, and she, it's amazing. Just, it's, it's, it's honestly amazing. I remember when the first single dropped, Hard Out Here, and I was just blown away by the production and the, the lyrics and the kind of filmic nature of it. Um, mm. So, you know, I know that Mike Sabbath produced the whole album and he's a producer that I would absolutely love to work with in the future for sure. 
There we go. Uh, well, we will tag Mike into this so that, you know, because you never know what might happen, right? You never know what might happen. In terms of in terms of what you're kind of working on at the moment or, or going forward at the moment, is there is there anything that you can give us an idea in terms of sound that you're kind of working on sound was and, and actually when you said earlier nothing's kind of out of out of bounds for you is there anything that's out of bounds for you musically i mean you know when are, are we not going to hear like um musical theater from you or uh opera or country i don't know is there is there anything where you would go i just don't think that's me I'm not sure. I mean, I think anything is possible. I wouldn't rule out any genre. Um, I think right now with the next single, with my single Enemies with Benefits, um, this for me, I really see as a transition record. It's very, 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 very different from um, Love Sick, which I released in May with, um, I coll collaborated with Omen 13 on that track, which was just amazing. And I think it's, it's the rock rap hybrid that I've always dreamed of creating. Um, and, you know, for that record, we were inspired by bands like Bring Me The Horizon and Linkin Park and, you know, all these kind of artists that kind of have really pushed the genre of rock forward specifically. Um, however, with this record, Enemies With Benefits, I really see it as kind of a transition record for me. Um, I do see it as kind of like, I suppose, like a villain era record. Um, and it's much more of a kind of alt pop hybrid um, you know, I see it more in the vein of kind of like a Billie Eilish record. Um, and I'm trying to think of who else inspired it. Um, just artists like that, really, um, where I'm, you know, kind of transitioning more into uh, a pop, alt pop space, kind of dark pop. Um, and I think moving forwards, you will probably see more records from me that are kind of in this dark pop grimes is part of that is part of that shift because you perhaps see yourself or, or you have envisioned how you could potentially do that live is part is part of that kind of shift you know you've got a, a want to like bring a particular energy or something live to to something and therefore you want to move in a way that you can actually bring that live yeah i think um obviously currently my live show is that it's just me on stage um and i play the guitar on stage as well because that's something that i really want to be able to do and and still want to be able to do is kind of empower and encourage the next generation of girl guitarists and you know i have had people coming to me like asking for advice about um how i first started playing the guitar and you know what they can do to um you know really study the electric guitar as well um yep. but i mean in terms of my live show moving forward i think that um it will be hopefully just bigger basically yeah. i was um, just gonna say but you you might want to like have the odd dance routine or you might want to pop out of something and you know i think you know um in terms of in terms of my show i think Really, I mean, uh, somebody who I think is an incredible front woman live and somebody that I really look up to in terms of her stage show specifically is Miley Cyrus. Um, I absolutely love um, her performance. I remember seeing her perform at Glastonbury a few years back and she is just incredible live, honestly. Like, she's just 
the perfect rock pop hybrid you know her her performance has elements of rock in there um but she still you know got that pop as well and i remember she really like heavied up her records with the band and yeah. it was just amazing to see um, you want to do you so... want to do 10,000 steps within the first hour <laughs> you don't yeah. want to be rooted yeah. to the and, microphone and yeah, and a couple of guitar backbends as well. When I was when I played Download Festival um, in June, which was crazy, by the way, like it was like a hundred thousand people all trying to go into Donington Park all at once. Um, it was so chaotic. I was the first person to play Download, like the first artist on on the first day. So you could technically say that I opened the 20th anniversary of download you should have had a t-shirt made saying that i think i know i know (laughs) um but you know when i was playing download download, um you know i I really wanted to um to show that a girl can play guitar too um so i you know i went up on stage and i played my guitars and i i did a back bend which was um quite a feat for me (laughs) i was quite (laughs) bruised afterwards um but yeah yeah, so um, I just I just want to be able to encourage the next generation of of girl performers. And you you mentioned that. Is there anybody that you've seen that hasn't made it yet, but you've you've been watching that you'd quite like to do something with? That hasn't made it yet. So you mean? Yeah, uh, that hasn't made it yet. So an up and coming artist that perhaps you know you've spotted and go right actually. I'd love to give them a chance or I'd love to, you know, perhaps do a little, I'd love to work with them in some way in order to elevate their career. Hmm. That's a good question. I mean, I suppose, um, you know, artists that that haven't necessarily made it yet, but that are kind of in the same scene of me that have been really supportive. But a great example of that is Kid Brunswick. Um, He produced um, Lovesick for me. And I mean, Honestly, he's so talented. His music is very genre fluid and, and so unique to him. Um, and I, I loved working with him. So I would definitely love to collaborate with him again, for sure. Um, I think that, you know, he deserves all the success. There you go. It's always one, isn't there? There's always there's all, uh, these unsung heroes that sometimes just need that little break, etc. But thanks for thanks for name checking because it's always good, and then people can go and look them up. That's that's the yeah. whole point of all of this. Where do you see yourself in five years from now? The hopefully, big dream. The big dream. Hopefully, supporting either Bring Me the Horizon or Billie Eilish. But I feel like that's quite a feat to say I mean hopefully I don't know hopefully on a luxury yacht (laughs) (laughs) brilliant oh dear what would you call your yacht that's the important thing what would I call my yacht yeah your your Um, yacht's got to have a name haven't they I mean if you're going to have a luxury I feel like the weird thing is I don't think you're allowed to pick the name of your yacht. I feel like if you buy a yacht, like it comes with a name. Oh, I'm sure you can change it though. I'm sure you can. I'm sure you can christen it. Yeah. I mean, you're spending that kind of money, you know. I feel like I should name it after a rock star. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'd call my yacht like. I don't know. I'll have to think on that. I haven't thought. Call it Miley. Yeah. Call it Miley. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what I'd call it. I tell you what, it depends where it depends where you have it moored. That's that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. 
So you could have it and have have it moored in Cyprus, and then it could be called Miley Cyprus, and that would be quite cool. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah, I mm. think um, I don't know. It would be it would be nice to have like a play on words, like a musical pun um, that somehow incorporates the ocean as well, or maybe just the name of name of like a a song, like I don't know. I mean, something something simple like somewhere beyond the sea, but I feel oh. like that's a bit obvious. What a, what a great name! What an absolutely great name! What um, what do you want to see your your legacy as being? I think I want my legacy to be that I encouraged more girls to pick up the electric electric guitar, and that I encouraged more girls just in general to start creating music and to feel like my shows are a space that they can come and just have a great time maybe it's their first gig um and you know to to be able to to experience that and and for me to be somebody's first first gig means a lot because i mean i've been to to hundreds and hundreds of gigs now but i remember my first ever gig was bring me the horizon bring me the horizon at the royal albert hall in yeah. um 2016 and that was just the most incredible show I've ever been to. And you never forget that. your first big show, yeah. do you? You never do. No, yeah. And, and, you know, for that to be my first gig, I think was really, really special. So I want to make sure that all my live shows are equally special so that it, it, if it is somebody's first show, then they will remember it forever because it was so great and a special moment for them. That's a really great purpose that you have out there. Thank you so much for coming and talking today. Thank you for it's having been, me. It's been a yeah, well, it's been a pleasure getting to know you. Um, if people want to check out your music, where's the best place for them to go? Um, it's just Alien Blaze on all streaming platforms and all social media like Instagram and Twitter, but TikTok is alien.blaze. There you go. Um, and folks, Alien does actually talk to people as well. So, uh, you know, if you've got something nice to say, uh, of course, if you're not going to say something nice, then they com should completely ignore you, uh, like or any of us will. But if, if you're going to say something nice, uh, like, you know, I've been to, I've listened to your music and I really love it, or I've been to a show and I really enjoyed it, then um, I'm sure she'll say hi back. Um, thanks so much for coming in today. When's, do you, when is the release date? The release date is the 22nd of August, and I'm playing a show supporting Boy Bleach in London on the 6th of September. Why wouldn't you go, folks? <laughs> in London, 6th of September. Where, whereabouts in London? Um, it's very central London. It's at Lafayette, which is like King's Cross area. King's Cross. There you are. Get off at King's Cross. Someone will tell you which way to go. It's, it's past the coffee stand. On the, Anyway, you'll, you'll find it. Uh, it's go right next to the station. There, well there you go you see um go and see alien blaze uh live do download the new track when it comes in add it to your playlist and all of that thing uh because you know supporting people is really important uh as i say and every single show uh music does not grow on trees so do support artists otherwise they can't carry on doing it you see it's there you go um thank you so much for coming and talking to us today uh this has been my music i hope everybody's enjoyed it if you have please share this with other people if you haven't enjoyed this today tough uh and this has actually then been an instructional video on uh how to print from publisher uh 
uh, which is actually an abandoned software now. Um, until next time, uh, we'll be back shortly with some more My Music. Take care of yourselves. Aileen, thank you so much. Thank you. Bye for now. <laughs>